0: Conversations with God for all past pastors. Our faith would with us through all the troubles and disasters. Indeed, we fell short, but the Lord never passed us. Our belief in God is the most important factor. It's the Velika B Project. You're now tuned in to the Velika B Project with your host, Velika B, lover of God, founder, and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen. Sit back and relax and enjoy the conversations. YouTube family. Come on in. I'm excited about today's guest. Um, let's see who we have in the building. Let me pop up the flyer. All right, guys, guess what? We have Bishop Greg Davis in the building, and he's a relationship coach, and I cannot wait to talk to him about some of my girlfriend, not, not girlfriend, but my homegirls' issues. Let's make sure we make that clear. Like my homegirls, my cousin, them who've been in all these bad relationships and stuff. I, I, I think my girls need some help. Um.
1: Bishop, yeah, you have to get that straight. I'm sorry.
0: Listen, <laughs> like you know, I don't have anything against anything or anytime. no, no.
1: You got, you got to say because the terminology <laughs> has changed.
0: Our terminologies have changed. How are you, sir? How are I you? am well. I
1: love you. You, you, you. I love your energy, V. I'm gonna call you V because I'll mess up your name.
0: Hey, don't you call me V? That's that's fine. V. That's good. Nothing no, else because
1: I messes up names.
0: You too. Yeah. yeah. Good. I'm glad I'm not the only. I give everybody
1: one. a nickname.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Do me a favor. I want you to give people background on who Bishop Greg Davis is. Can you do that for me?
1: So I always started off this way because I need people to understand from whence I came. I am the son of a prostitute. My mama raised me uh, in New York City. I was born in L.A. She took me to New York, and um, my mom was. Um, Uh, Italian, Sicilian, and Creole, so whatever you get out of that, but she was uh, a common-law married to a man by the name of Sam Moore. Now, I don't know, B, how old you are, but Sam Moore is where the Blues Brothers was depicted from, Uh, um, Sam and Dave, hold on, I'm coming, I'm a soul man, all those things. He was my um, stepfather, and when his career went down, she started selling her body as a call girl. And my father showed up one day, my biological father, and said, uh, let's get him out of here. I want to move him to Detroit to uh, my parents. Get to Detroit, nine years old, Reverend Ananias Davis, First Lady Davis.
2: Okay.
1: Had never heard a preacher preach before. The rest is history. I received the Lord Jesus Christ in my life, as my grandfather would say, at the age of nine and a half years old. And my father did two great things for me in my life never bought me nothing else but he um he gave me gave me life mm-hmm. and he introduced me to my grandparents who raised me who became my parents and so that's that's who I am i was I was I'm a church boy from nine years old up and uh been preaching thirty five years t- Christian television fifteen years radio almost thirty years and now I'm in this space of relationship coach because after my grandparents being married for 60-something years, I haven't been able to get it right.
2: <laughs>
1: this bishop of the church, you know, I was married 20 years to a wonderful woman, Pastor Kim Davis. Uh, we didn't cheat. She didn't cheat. I didn't cheat with a boy or a girl, uh-huh. Neither one of us. We have, have to make that disclaimer. Yeah. But what we did cheat is we cheated on each other with ministry. We allowed ministry to destroy the very thing that we worked so hard to do, build an organization called the Full Gospel Baptist Church Fellowship. Kudos to my spiritual father, Bishop Paul Morton. We worked for the fellowship. We labored for the fellowship. We started churches for the fellowship. And we got to about 19 and a half years in my word network career. And we didn't have nothing to talk about no more. We're so used to doing everything together. Uh, when we're a network called, they didn't call for Jim and Tammy or uh, a couple. Uh, they called for Greg Davis and she was so used to doing things with me. That's kind of, I know where it went wrong. So my fault, even though neither one of us have any fault, yep. my fault in the thing is I allowed us to get out of order. Right, I allowed the... Cause really that's this functionality because we were taught in the old church. Just tell me when to stop. We was taught in the old church mm-hmm. that it is God, the church, then family,
2: Right. when it's
1: actually God, family and church.
2: Right.
1: And so that, that's what happened. And, um, I've been married, um uh, uh, twice I've been married. I tried it again and I'm not really ready to talk about that one, but she mm-hmm. left me. Um, because she wanted to go back and raise her kids back in in another state and I can't compete with kids. And so I'm now on this journey for 10 years now, teaching about when the right one comes. It started in a tweet because there was no face. I mean, there was no, um, Instagram, Mm -hmm. Facebook, it just got started. started in a tweet and I started tweeting about become the right one. I remember the first one. In order to find the right one, you have to become the right one. And I tried to stop sending out the it's called WTROC when the right one comes, stop sending out these these tweets, and people's like, no, keep them coming. So thousands of 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 messages later, um, it's now clubhouse, it's now Instagram, it's now Facebook, it's books, more books to come. Mm -hmm. and now they call me this relationship guru and i really love the space because when i get them dms v that say i made a decision because of your video to leave him alone i got out of a toxic relationship and i'm like it's worth it yep so that's who i am
0: so you currently and we're going to get back to that too because a lot of people don't understand in ministry I'm hearing a lot of that from pastors and first ladies as well. But you know what's going to be even harder because the pandemic have brought on so many new entrepreneurs. So now we're out here grinding, grinding and grinding and it's messing up the household as well.
1: And we also living with people that we really didn't know because yeah. gotta work home, work at home. And we got the kids there. you didn't even know, your kids because you stay away longer than you do. So now divorce is up. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're, you know, you had this wife at work in the other cubicle that knew more about you than the wife you was married to. So mm-hmm. now you got to stay at home. But you're right. More entrepreneurs are coming out of this and they're doing good. Yeah. And they're like, hmm, why do I even need, you know, I'm doing good. Especially women. Y'all said that men, minute. I don't need a man.
0: <laughs> I say that. <laughs> <laughs> they may,
1: they may not need, but they, they may, they, they might not need, but they want.
0: You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, I think a lot of times women women say that. I think I have said that a couple of times. But when you're building everything and you're hanging out with your girlfriends, you come back home to an empty house. And even if you have kids, you still want that companionship. They're not the same. I don't care. You want that companionship. Come on, listen yeah. to 100. You want a companionship. You want yeah. that person that... You're able to talk to, and not just your homegirls and your. And I girls.
1: think they say that as a mechanism of defense because they have not find, but you you have that you find that right one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It'll make you say, "Oh, I may not need one, but I want you."
2: Right. You know, That's when right. they
1: say that, they may not need them financially. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I have I have I have a sister, uh, play sister here in Detroit, and she has her own house. I mean, gorgeous.
2: Mm-hmm. Any
1: kind of car she want to drive. Good job. Mm-hmm. Make good money. Great entrepreneur. And, you know, when you look at that, she's like, mm, but I still want a man. I like a body next to me. So, yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. And even with that being said, you have a book preparing and positioning for the right one.
1: <laughs> Exhibit A.
0: <laughs> Tell us about this book.
1: What, so that? so those of you that are watching that are Christians, I, I always uh, don't assume that everybody It's a mixed crowd, but um, there's a story in 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 the Bible about Ruth and Boaz, and, and everybody always says, "I'm waiting on my Boaz." Boaz. No, Boaz is dead. Number one, <laughs> he died the first night of the wedding. Okay, and Ruth was not waiting for Boaz because Ruth had been married ten years to another man, absolutely, uh, that that died. Yeah her brother-in-law died. Her father-in-law died because they were in another country. We, yeah. we say things and we don't really study out. Yeah. And so I was, I studied the story of uh, Ruth Boaz and Naomi, which was the main characters. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that um, we say is that she was just wait. She wasn't waiting. Mm-hmm. She, first of all, lost her husband mm-hmm. and she followed Naomi. Oprah went one way, she went another way. Don't mean that Oprah was wrong. It just means they had different destinies.
2: Right. right. And
1: so Oprah, um, Naomi mm-hmm. went back to uh, uh, her her hometown
2: mm-hmm.
1: and a funny thing happens. Ruth says, I'm going with you. Mm-hmm. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: First thing I pull out in the book is that there's so many people that are looking for man of God instead of looking for the God of the man. Get your own relationship together first with God so that you'll be intact, not not through Mm -hmm. somebody else. She took on the God of the man and then she went through a process of preparing herself with an older woman, somebody that had already been ahead of her. Mm -hmm. You know, when I when I was growing up, you went down to the church and the women were cooking and making pies and they were doing fundraising and the men were doing the car wash and barbecuing. Mm-hmm. And that was the time that you said and listened to these stories of these people that were married. Right. Now, grandmothers are a little younger and and mothers are a little younger. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you can find a woman or man in either case to just share with you stories, th- those that are successful.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She had somebody that she could glean from that prepared her. And then when she was ready, she released her to the field. Right. To right. Boaz's field, right? Uh, and we always use that scripture uh, He that findeth the wife right, find the good thing. You, you got to be careful with that scripture because it is not talking about that the woman can't do nothing. And I'm gonna prove that to you in a minute. Okay. But uh, he comes back, she's working in the field, he comes back from his journey, and he said, Who's that babe over there in the field? And they say, Oh, that's that's Ruth. You heard about her, mm-hmm. Naomi's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes over to her. And the first thing that he mentions, V, I heard about what you've already done. I heard about what you're doing.
2: Mm-hmm. I heard
1: about how you've taken care of Naomi. Mm-hmm. And he began to affirm and bless her.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two
1: things happened there. He began to affirm and bless her, but her she was already doing something. She already had a good reputation. So many times women wait for a man to come. Mm -hmm. and make them who they are. She was already doing something. She was already doing something. She had already taken care of knowing. He had already heard about her. Mm -hmm. And the the last thing is she was in the field gleaning. She wasn't a reaper. She was a gleaner, meaning they threw some back and she caught it. She was willing to get out there. And so I want to say to somebody that's watching this now, don't wait on a man to give you an opportunity. Don't wait on a man to come and ride his white horse and give you a better life.
0: Right.
1: Get your life. And then, matter of fact, when you get a better life for yourself, mm-hmm. it raises your possibility for even a greater man to come along. Because a man is looking nowadays for a woman who's doing something also. And so he totally say, by the time dinner comes, I want you to sit with the Reapers.
2: Right.
1: He advanced her. But now here's the twist of the plot. And then we can go on. His twist of the plot. Naomi sends over to his house for those of y'all that don't want to get in DMs and you don't want to pursue it. You don't want to. I ain't saying you should chase a man, but, you know, like a few pictures, send a few, you know, send a send a DM, say, oh, that was amazing what you just said. It's amazing to me that we've forgotten about flirting. Women used to flirt, V. you looking at me like that strange.
0: Women used to flirt, but also. I didn't with, say thirsty. I know, but here's the thing. And, and it's kind of hard. For me, and I'm glad I don't have to be out here in these streets, but here's the thing. I'm not trying to be fun, boat. And I know women tell stories, but men tell lies. They lie. You know what I'm saying? So here you are all excited about this man, and then he got all these other women over here on the sidelines. It's kind of hard, and then... Okay, but
1: where, where are you okay. at, though? Because I believe dating is data, so it's nothing wrong when... I I don't know how long you've been out of this thing, but dating is data. It is getting information. Mm -hmm. And so he may have somebody else that he's talking to. I believe everybody is talking to somebody when you meet somebody.
2: True. Nobody
1: has a clean slate. It's according to now, if you're in a whole committed relationship, that's a whole different thing. I'm with you there.
0: Yeah. But see, here's the thing. Sometimes the men do not be honest though.
1: Yeah. But I'm trying to change that narrative. That, that's what I'm doing in these clubhouse streets and, and IG and my videos and all that stuff. Uh, be honest that there is somebody that you're talking to and then be honest at what level you're talking to them at. If you're in a right. whole committed relationship, then I don't want to be bothered with you. You know what I'm saying? If you're talking to some people and gathering data V, yep. then I'm okay with that. May the best man win.
0: And, and and that's that. Here's the thing too. What, what I think a lot of times the men do not be honest because they don't want to lose out. But it's kind of crazy because at the end of the. But I, I'm also say this too. Men it's to me, women
1: lying in these streets too. Vena.
0: I know, I know. Men too. They give you signs. If the man is not calling you. But he always want to text you there's something great not great about that you get what oh, i'm saying pay
1: attention to a man and his, here we go his consistency yes pay attention that he's not saying one thing and doing another right meaning that he's telling you that he's all in but his effort doesn't say i'm in right i teach this all the time his words should align with his actions of what he's saying. If he's all into you, then you should see those signs. He's calling consistently. He can call at all different times. He doesn't say I'm sleep after a certain time because he got other people going on. So you got to pay attention to his consistency. Also, also pay attention to whether he includes you in his future, not just your now. Right. Because a man that will say, well, baby, we're going to do this. We're doing this. And he actually fulfills it. Then you may have something. There are signs. And that's why y'all should go to my YouTube channel. When the right one comes, there's over 400 videos there that talks about these very things. But there are some things that will give you a picture of whether or not he is the right one. And let me say this. Time is your greatest commodity, not money. Because if I got time, I right. can make some more money. Right. Stop wasting time with people that you see red flags immediately. They're just waving. Look, they're doing this. Look, they're just waving.
0: Immediately, it's
1: they're waving immediately. But because you gotta have man need man, give me man, give me one man. Just man, you 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 auction off. You want a man so bad that you will not notice. Here's what I say oftentimes. Mm -hmm. I say it in the book. If you're gonna be single, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: might as well get what you want. Right don't settle. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No,
0: it is it's, it's kind of aggravating too because a lot of single women it's even at the point where they're going to deal with the signs are there. That's the honestly when you walk into it you see the signs. Mm-hmm. I'm not bashing women but I'm I'm very like I have had my situations. I have been in situations where um a person told me that he was straight up married. Okay? Well, if it was meant for us to be together, God going to line us up again. If that if that's the case but he makes an oh, excuse, I'm just there for my daughter and and, he, and she's this and she's that. But a lot of women are falling for the okie doke.
2: Mm-hmm. Ten
0: years later, you still waiting at home on Christmas because this man can't come and see you because he's spending time with the family. Why women? Why do we feel like our is it self-esteem being so low to the point where we want to believe anything just to say we have something? and Even to the point where women tell lies, you tell them straight up lies because oh, I want to deal with a married man because I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to see him in my face all the time. Lies you tell, you know, good and well that you want to be with this man. But you want to sit there and lie and say, I don't want to be with him all the time. So I really deal with a married man.
1: There are 7.7 billion humans in the in the world. And I say to women all the time the same thing you're saying. Why do you put up with just this one that's just doing you any kind of way?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Why? When there's 7.7 7 billion people in the world, and sometimes it is the insecurity and the self-esteem of the woman, though, be Right,
0: right. Because
1: and men do what you allow, allow them to do. Them to. Allow
0: yeah, them to.
1: Allow them to do. A married man can't get any further, I'm not condoning it, than a single woman lets him. No, and I agree with you 100%. Um, uh, I do, and we, we we got some dogs out here, and we're gonna do, we're gonna do, yeah. I'm I I, I I'm gonna tell you who it is, Roger Rice, the comedian. We were joking one time, and he said, Um, he does my men's show every Monday at 10 p.m. on YouTube. And Roger said, Bishop, I say whatever they want. They say you want kids, I said, uh-huh, I want kids. They say you like dogs, uh-huh, I like dogs. You don't like dogs, no, I don't like dogs. He said, I will tell them anything, and he was joking. But you got men, ladies, let me give you another tip. Stop talking so much when you meet a man. Because he is listening to what you are saying. And he will become a chameleon and turn the color that you want him to turn. So say less and listen more. I hope y'all get that. Don't Stop telling everything in the beginning. Because he's listening and he's going to become whatever you want him
0: to I- I tell, and you know what? And I was telling just trying
1: to help the ladies that you were talking about.
0: I'm I'm trying, and and here's the thing: I was telling one of my a, a girlfriend of mine many years ago, and I was cool with her husband. We I knew her husband before. Dana, we matter of fact, I introduced them, so they were having issues, and I was like, "Girl, I said you don't understand. He's going back to work." telling his coworker,
2: mm-hmm. every
0: single thing that y'all dealing with, she's saying, yes, I want, you know what? I." She had the blueprint of your relationship. She had the map on what to do, which direction to go and which direction not to go, because he had spilled everything. And I'm like, here you are getting mad at me and my other friend because we're talking to him, but you need to be threatened with the one at the, at the job. Because mm-hmm. now she has everything. And that's who he ended up with is the chick at the job. Yeah. Period. Because yeah. he was able to say, you know, she don't even cook for me. She don't even do this. And she don't even like my kids. And she thinks baby mama doing A, B, A. And TV.
1: she's becoming everything that the other one is not. I I hang out at Starbucks. Well, before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Every day when I leave the Word Network, finish my show, I, I have a table. They they know me. They, they probably gave me more drinks than they, I paid for. But... Mm-hmm. I watch these people from um, these companies come in here, the same men and women hanging around each other. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's how relationships start Mm -hmm. in the office, in the workplace, because watch this. Let me help Mm y'all. The girl in the cubicle that he hangs out with for lunch every day. Mm -hmm. She knows how he likes his coffee, his Starbucks drink. He, she even knows his favorite color. Think about it. She spends more time than the wife does. I'm saying awake Mm -hmm. because you can't count you sleeping at home eight, nine hours and the two, three hours that you're there brushing your teeth and giving doing the kids homework and all that stuff. So your workplace wife Mm -hmm. knows what you your colors, your sizes, Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: she's listening to your 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 business from home. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And eventually she becomes the one. Right. That's how the executives marry their secretaries.
0: Right. Right.
1: Come on, ladies. And so if you don't want to do right at home, there's a Shaniqua.
0: Why can't be a Karen?
1: I'm here to say a Susie and a Karen. I was about to say those two. (laughs) At home, I mean, out in the workplace Mm -hmm. that will do what it is that you want them to do. Yes.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm you still sorry. in Clubhouse?
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Lord have mercy.
0: That's okay.
1: It's an edit. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, like seriously, and that just—I just feel like over the the past years, it's mm. it's so much game for the men. I'm not going to bash my women because the men—they got to take accountability somewhere as well. It's just so much game for the men, but we do allow the men to get away with this we honestly do and I, and,
1: I, and I'm taking away from us being dogs but you know that we 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 do what we do you yeah. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. some do and so ladies that and you asked me before we came on why why do I talk to the ladies or so you said do I talk to the ladies more that's the reason why yeah. if I can get them to stop saying yes to foolishness then it'll be less foolishness from the men
0: I think you need to come up with a class for the men though too okay. You do.
1: You do. They don't, they don't listen. That, that's like saying you're going to tell your teenager what to do. Now, your teenager grown, they're going to do their own thing. I just think that men, I think I have a I think I have a more open ear to women. They listen more than a man, although I have a lot of men on stage on Clubhouse and, and they 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 really respect me and listen seriously. So I'll take it under advisements. Yeah,
0: just, you know, just legit, just drop a little. Thing, you know what, what I want to do too? Because this conversation is gonna lead a little more. We're about to do a part two. Is that all right with you? Yes. All right. So let me let me just drop you off. We're gonna, right. we're gonna we're gonna drop off and then come right back. We're gonna do some editing kind of thing. So you know what, guys, we're gonna come back for part two next week. Um, so we're gonna end this broadcast right here and give us a few um bishops stick around with me so we can do this thing right, but I'm gonna drop you off. And we're going to come back because this conversation is getting real good and juicy because I really want to go in, really go in. I want to be comfortable with going in. Um, but I, I need for my girlfriends, my homegirls, <laughs> they need some help out here in these streets. So do you <laughs> mind? Do you mind? No, no,
1: no. Come on. Let's go. Okay.
0: All right, guys. So we're going to come back next week. I appreciate you so much, Bishop. And we're going to do part two. Um, this is the balika B Project. God bless you. Do not forget to purchase his book. And we're going to talk about everything else that he have going on. But this conversation is getting, I should have known, it's going to get real juicy. But we're going to come back. So God bless you guys. Peace out. Well, that concludes this episode of the Velika B Project with your host, Velika B. Until next time we meet, be blessed. The Valinga B Project.